we're going to talk about work-life balance, but more specifically around the lies about work-life balance. And this is something I've been thinking about. I've been working through in my own life. As, as you know, I have a family. I have my, I have two businesses and I have my community. I have a large family. So I need to figure out how to navigate all this stuff. And one of the first things that comes to you when you kind of think about this stuff is work-life balance. Cause everybody talks about it. It's one of those corporate things that, that is catchy and it catches on. Uh, but in reality, it starts to make sense as you move forward in it. And so, for example, recently I actually started working more, not because, uh, something changed in that balance but the way it showed up was that i had a conversation with my wife around like what are the, our focus areas what's happening with our kids and what's happening is our kids are growing older a little bit i think that um, everybody with kids would understand this they're getting a, a little bit older they're finding and their sisters too they're spending spending more and more time with each other so a lot of times when i'm with them i feel kind of useless <laughs> like I used to spend a lot more time with them, but they're so busy with each other. And even my wife is finding out that out that she could leave them the whole day and they will play with each other. Of course, she's done a great job of setting up our house where they have a lot of things to do and not be on their iPads and TV. Uh, but they're always with each other and they they get so much from their relationship. Of course, I'm there too, but I find that they need me less and less. So that frees me up a little bit. It actually frees up my wife as well. So it was based on that conversation that we're like, okay, now Sunday, Sunday evenings, we used to go spend time with a family gathering and everything. And I don't actually do that anymore. So I have a big, big part of my Sunday evenings, for, which I need usually for preparation and reflection time that I get, not because I achieved some kind of balance, but because it came out of an integration of understanding of my own life. And that's a frame I want to use. And this is why... This diagram, when you go on Google, this is what they show. Uh, life, work, you're in the middle. You're trying to uh, kind of balance in there. I'm like, well, first of all, there's a whole problem with this whole phrasing because when you say work-life balance, you're separating work from your life. And that part, that creates a perception in your head to begin with. And this is what happens for most people day to day. They look at their work so separate from their life that... If they are in their work, they feel guilty that they're not with their family or somebody that in their life. And when they're in their life, they feel like they're missing out something in their work because it, it feels divided. It feels like it's two completely different things. But actually, if you remove this whole model, this is what it looks like in reality. This, there's you, there's your relationships, there's your business work so when you're looking at it like this you like this is not balance in the sense like i'm trying to figure out which one to do first this is an integrated part of your life every human being they have a sense of their relationships they have relationships that they need to manage they their well-being and health is a huge part of that their growth is a part of that there is their contributions there is their business and work so how do you balance that out in the like most people look at it in a very linear way if i'm doing this i'm sacrificing that if i'm doing this i'm sacrificing that but what if it's more integrated than that what if you strategically work through what what that, that looks like so if you looked at it from this angle and i know the image changes but our perception of it changes as well which means that your relationships are just as much part of your life as your business's work is and your work is just as much part of your life as your relationships are. So you're not looking at it as a disconnected part of your life. 
And especially when we're communicating these things to those people, people around us, especially if I'm talking to my spouse and we're talking about, okay, how much time are we spending together and all that stuff? Do we need connection time? It actually doesn't look like, oh, this is clear cut this much. This is clear cut that much, even though I have a structure for me, because that's just how my mind works. I need that structure. Otherwise, I get all screwed up in that area. But the way it looks like is that we're strategically navigating that area based on the feedback that we're getting in our life, life feedback. And this is how life works. So, for example, this is how business works as well. Incidentally, you don't you don't just start a product like you, you, you come up with an idea of a product that you have. You don't just put it out and say, well, this is what's going to go out and this is the predictable rate that, that I'm going to sell this product. No, you test out the product. You wait for feedback from the marketplace and you, you pivot and strategize and you refine the thing. Life is a lot like that. I think business is very close to how life happens. So this is what happens. So for example, that's why I shared the story in the beginning that uh, when my kids were little, I wanted to spend a lot more time with them because they need that connection, support and security and love in the beginning a lot more so they can go off and do be secure enough to do their own things. We had to navigate our life based on that premise, which meant that we needed, they needed that connection time from our perspective. So uh, it didn't mean that I sacrificed uh, my business for that. It meant that I needed to understand that temporarily for the next few years, I needed to spend a little bit more time here while I'm doing my work in business so, because it needs a little bit more focus. Now, I might go to a point in my life where I need more focus on the business side. So for example, I'm scaling in my business, so I'm spending a little bit more time on the business side, but I'm not sacrificing my life. My, my wife understands what's happening. I have enough of a connection with my kids. They understand what's happening. They get a, enough of an attention from me for them to be okay. They get it. They don't understand what I'm doing in business and work. In fact, a lot of times my daughter will be like, well, why are you at your office? Why can't you just come here? I'm like, oh, that, that, do, do, do you miss spending time? Do you miss Baba and uh, Aliade? She'd be like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what, what if we did that this week? Would that be fun? It's like, yes, that, that's all she needed. She didn't like, but when, when most parents are going through this, they'll be like, oh, uh, oh my God, I feel guilty. I'm not being there with my daughter. No, they just want to spend time with you. You can strategize for that. You can set up time for that. There's a need that they're expressing. And you can do that. So the way I look at this is that when you take out the model of balance, you're, you're putting in place an integration model, which means that how you nav navigate different parts of your life needs to be integrated. It means that you, you're assessing the data that you're getting. There will be points in the quarter, in the month, in the year where your business will need a different kind of attention. Your relationships will need a different kind of attention. We all know this when we go through a struggle, for example, if somebody is dealing with illness, of course, they need more attention from us. If I'm going through a stretch period in my business, for example, if I'm doing a launch, I will spend a little bit more time there, more focus in there. But that doesn't mean I'm sacrificing another part of my life. And what I'm trying to get everybody to think is, what does that look like for you? Because even though there is a general integration, but the amount of time you spend there will vary based on your lifestyle, based on who you are. So there's no such thing as this is balanced for me. So for example, I like the structure that I have. I do have a structure and I've shown my calendar to you guys that uh, from a certain amount of time in the morning to a certain amount of time in the evening, I will work because I get to focus and I don't have to think about other things. And then I have a few hours with my family, but it doesn't have to be like that. 
For some people that might not actually work out in that way. So what does that look like for you? You figure that out. If you're the only one in your life, you think through it, what matters to you. Uh, let's take, bring other things. For example, working out. I work out throughout the day, like five, like 10 minute increments. And it adds up to about close to 30, 40 minutes. I used to do it in one long stretch. I, that didn't work out for me. So now I do it in my breaks. My gym is in my office. That works out much better for me. Uh, and it happens throughout the day. When I, But that doesn't work out for me when it comes to my relationship. I've experimented with that. I know that because I experimented with that. When I used to do that with my relationships, one of the complaints that I got from my, for example, my when we started talking, my wife and I, she's like, I never know when you're working and when you're not working. Even though I had a lot, like I had the same amount of time, I would have close to three to four hours with them. But when I would go, uh, when I leave my office and I would just uh, be with them for like an hour and it would be throughout the day, just like my workout. She's like, I have no idea if you're working or you're with us. So it was based on our conversations that that shifted. I'm like, okay, would it work if I just worked up until this point and I stopped working after that? Would that be helpful? Yes. Then we switched it to this. So, but we had to figure that out. And same thing goes with traveling. For example, one of the things that I've recently recently realized there is such a thing as too much vacationing and traveling. <laughs> it exhausts the hell. When you get to a point where you're like I'm exhausted from all this traveling, you're like, okay, then maybe you're doing a little bit. But for me to figure out what that is for us, I needed to push the boundary a little bit. Now I know, okay, I, I we don't need to travel more than three times a year, probably. Because we like the, the the our routine a little bit more, but a lot of this stuff comes from experimentation. But if you take like a prescribed thing about work and life balance, what you're bringing in is a lot of expectations and obligations. So here's what your mind does in that moment. What what it does is okay. So when you're at work, it's like oh man, maybe I should be with my family, and then you feel guilt, and then now you're having to deal with that emotion. You're having to deal with the thought processes that come with it. Well, well, this per and then we compare ourselves with people who have a different kind of life. Well, maybe I should be like this person. But that's that person is not you. That person does not have your life. Or when we're with family, all well, this other person is doing a lot in their business and they're moving forward. And I feel like I'm missing out on those years. But do they have the same values as you? Do they have the same vision as you? That's why when I talk about this model is this comes from your vision for life. It's not random. This is why we do quite a bit of work around that. What is your vision and what are your values in your day-to-day -day life? How do you want to show up? And what is that? What are, what are those values? What do they mean for your relationship, especially the person closest to you? If you have somebody close to you, how does that interaction work? Are you guys aligned with that vision? Because if you have a vision of this and somebody else beside you have a vision that's completely different, such as that old model for life and balance, guess what's going to happen? If that's your spouse, you're going to feel constantly guilty about not being there based on their model. And it's based on some random thing that somebody came up with through this whole mental health awareness world which is positive in one sense, but in another sense, what they've created is these like little shortcuts to creating a better life that doesn't work for most people. So both of you guys need to align that with a common vision that you have. Same thing works with, with your business partners, for example. 
if your business partners um, have a very different vision for, for like their life, it might be a little bit separate, but their values need to align with you. Because if they don't understand that you need to go spend time with your family and their life looks completely different and you haven't talked about agreements around that, you'll be very miserable in that relationship. Even though they're business partners. And this is why a lot of people kind of keep business and life separate. How does that work exactly? You spend quite a bit of time with your business partners, for example, with your collaborators. Don't you want to know what they stand for, what their values are, what do they care about their life? I don't want to spend six hours in a day or 20 hours in my week with a bunch of individuals that I don't know much about and I don't know what their life is about. I want to know what, what matters to them. For example, one of our business partners, they're having a baby. We know that by the Q1, we need to have systems in place so he can be with his wife and kid because that's part of our value as a team and as a company that we want to support him in that area. So we're setting up a bunch of stuff so we're ready for that. But imagine we didn't care about that. We weren't aligned there. We'd be like, no, just get your ass up here and work. So it, it doesn't matter what you create, what works when it comes to your life, what works for you? Are you looking at every piece of it that matters to you? And does that feel aligned with the people that are with you, whether those are, especially if that's your life partner, business partners, your, your bigger family or friends, they understand your life a little bit more, your values are around it a little bit more, because then based on that, they will react to you. But if they have a preset thing about, oh, you should be here at this party or this gathering or this thing, then you're going to be miserable trying to justify why you're living, living the life that you are. They don't understand your values. And we did this around communicating your vision is they need to understand what kind of life you're creating. That's actually very hard to do. It's, it's very difficult to communicate these things that, hey, these are the things that matter to me. And a lot of balance looks like trying to make sense of different parts of our life, but this is an ongoing dynamic process. It changes in different seasons of our life. It changes month to month, quarter to quarter. It can change. This is why we need to have a good pulse on this. One of the practices that I love is, for example, every Sunday, I used to do this on Saturday mornings, but now... Every Saturday evening, I'm spending two to three hours looking at my calendar, looking at my vision, looking at all the things that matter to me, looking at, okay, are we, and then we spend, my wife and I spend Sundays, daytime together most of the time, which means that we're, we're talking about these things. We're bringing these things up. They're important to, to us. With my team, I'm spending once a month, we're talking about strategy. So we're spending four hours. We're not talking about the operations of the business. We're talking about our values, our vision. What are the big projects that are happening? Are we aligned with them? What's coming up in the next quarter, in the next year? Are we still on track for that? We're bringing up a lot of stuff, making sense of, it, sense of them, because when we jump into the operations or living the day-to-day -day life, we don't feel resistance. We don't feel disconnected from what we're doing. We can be fully focused and present on what matters. And um, the other aspect of it is a lot of the times we try to kind of uh, measure things quantitatively. So we measure time in terms of how much time we spend with people. But actually, a lot of what matters is quality. It's the same thing with productivity, for example. You could have four hours, but you could get 30 minutes of work done in that four hours if you're distracted, if you're not able to focus, if you feel drained energetically. You could spend those four hours, but you will not get the quality of work done. Same thing with, with relationships. I, I see a lot of people, they spend a lot of time with each other, but they don't know anything about each other. They're not present with each other.
if you're sitting there with somebody for uh, one hour, two hours, three hours, and you're on your phone and they're just doing their own thing, your faces like to me, that looks like a need for to be around somebody because you're too scared to be on your own when there is no quality. But let's say you spend 30 minutes or one hour with them and you were really with them and you really connected and you really saw what was going on with them. Then what is the effect of that? They feel like, okay, you actually care. And that's what we want to know as human beings. Do the people around us care? Do they, they feel cared? They feel seen? They feel, feel heard? They feel supported? So when you're looking at it from a qualitative standpoint, you're assessing your productivity the same way, your relationships the same way, your well-being the same way. So for example, somebody might, I used to spend hours in, in the gym. I, based on my goals, I don't need to. I'm not trying to bulk up. I used to, but that's not my goal anymore. That's not my vision anymore. I need to be in good shape so I feel energetic, connected in my life, so I can be there and I have the energy to be there with my family and do the work that I'm doing. For that, I need to work about 30, 35 minutes a day and I can spread that out. So that aligns with that vision that I have of what my well-being looks like. Whenever you feel obligated to do something where you feel like you should do something, that's a check, mental check. It's like, okay, am I doing this because this matters to me or am I doing this because there is a social pressure there? And if there is a social pressure, does this feel aligned with me? And if it does, great. How can I navigate this in a way where I can show up better? Or if it doesn't, then why am I doing this? To gain social acceptance? And that and that could be a need. That could be a need in there. That's fine if that's a need in there. But you need to be real and honest about that. And one, one of the quotes that I really love is that the opposite of bravery is not cowardice. It's conformity. Are we doing this things to conform? Or are we doing things because it actually feels aligned with who we are at our core, what matters to us and who we are and our faith and our values and what, what we can be honest about. This is also how we find the right partners for ourselves, whether those are on the personal side or business side. Do they feel aligned with our values? Are they going to understand when I'm spending time with my family versus even though they might be doing something different, are they going to understand that? Or are, am I going to have that friction between us? Those are good assessments to have when you're meeting collaborators, business partners, that your values are aligned because you can change a lot of things, but it's very hard to change core things. And the core things are what matters to you in your day-to-day -day life? What are you creating that matters to you? Who you're becoming in the process? If those things don't, that growth path doesn't feel aligned with your life partner, business partner, those things need to be addressed. And usually people are kind of trying to figure out that balance on their own. And they don't know how to connect it with other people in their life. And that's where a complication comes in. And I want to stress that the reason why I look at it like this is because much of complexity in our life is our own thoughts and emotions and other people. It's not business. It's not processes. It's not what's happening in the world. All that stuff can be tackled if we can figure out this and our relationships. When we can figure out those two pieces, a lot of the complexity, even though it's still complex, becomes more simpler. And usually there are about five or six things that matter to us in our life. There's our relationships. There's our growth. There's our contributions, our sense of meaning and purpose, our well-being. That could be your physical, mental, emotional, and, and spiritual well-being, your business, work. 
if you feel good in these areas, in these areas, you, it's unreasonable that you're not well adjusted or not grounded, not happy, not connected to your life. But if something is off in here, that means that you're not paying enough attention there. That's it. If you really look at the light, the parts of your life that you're really good at, like you feel good about, you will know that you're putting a lot more attention in that area versus the other part. Even things like, for example, they, one of the best things that I've heard um, around, like when you're looking at the money mindset, like if you really want to make more money, make peace with money. Uh, look at money more. Look at your accounts more. Talk to people who are wealthy. But people do the complete opposite of that. This is why this is so much work to create your life. Because it actually requires thinking and attention and effort on a consistent basis. It's much easier to say that, oh, you know what? I'm just going to focus on my work for the next 10 years. And then I'll circle back. I'll circle back to all these things after that. But what ends up happening is that all these things don't stop. Life does not stop. <laughs> Life doesn't wait for you. But same thing with your growth. Like your, your health is not going to wait for you. And I think this has been done to death for the past, uh, I don't know, five or six decades that people burn themselves out to the ground. They will, uh, they will either overdose themselves or they will uh, uh, completely get burnt out because they're not getting sleep enough or they're not moving enough. And there's a part of them that breaks down with whether it could be a back problem or a heart problem or something else. But this is your health is not going to wait for you just because you're working for your business. Same thing on the other side. You're, if you're really focused on your relationships, everything going on, you're dead broke. That's a problem too. Because guess what? The people in your life are going to care about that. Your work is not separate from your life. They're all an integrated part of who you are. And on top of that, what makes it complex is that now other people in your life, they have their own vision that, that overlaps yours. And that's where the complexity increases even more. So what we're trying to do here is how can we, how can we keep an eye? If we had a dashboard, for example, if you're a business owner, you need to have a da dashboard of all your KPIs in front of you. Like these are the performance indicators that I'm looking at for my business to be healthy, whether it's on the, well, you're looking at the sales, the marketing, the finances, the, the, the customer satisfaction, all that stuff you're looking at, you're looking at it consistently. We do the same thing with all of our life. You need to have some kind of dashboard that you're assessing this and consistently looking at it. And if there is a problem, deal with it now rather than 10 years later.